Okay, the man on the move is back after a brief absence. I've been flat on my back on the mat, but back up to my feet. I've received a standing eight count. They've checked my gloves, and I'm back in the ring. These past uh, two months, 10 weeks, I guess, since December 13th have been rough. I've had a stroke. I've had a major sinus infection. I've had major food poisoning, and I've had the worst flu of my life that knocked me sideways. I I was in bed for a week, and then another two weeks of recovery on top of that, three weeks total. We'll talk about the stroke later. Let's talk about this flu thing. I went to my good friend Gary Burnett's memorial that was a Sunday afternoon, a lot of, lot of handshaking, a lot of hugging, a lot of bro hugging. Hey, bro, how you been, bro? You ever notice anybody at these things, if you ask them how they've been, oh, I've been busy, man. I've been, I've been so busy. I've been crazy busy, man. Oh, busy, man. How you been doing, bro? Oh, I've been busy. So busy. How you been? Ah, yeah, busy, man. It's, it's like all you hear in the room is just busy, 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 busy. And then they get to me. How, how you been, bro? What's going on, man? Well, I'm trying to work as little as possible. I have not been busy. I'm trying to do the minimum amount of work possible to put gasoline in my race car and maybe buy some new brake pads. Sorry to hear you're so busy. <laughs> It's all bullshit, by the way. Nobody's that damn busy. Um, but yeah, man, a lot of bro hugging. And somebody somebody was there who brought a friend. You brought your friend Influenza with you. And I'd love to find out who this is because I'm going to punch you in the damn mouth. But there were about six, seven, and I've maybe counted up to eight people who left with a little souvenir after that meetup on that Sunday afternoon. I woke up sick on a Wednesday morning. Whew, life changed. <laughs> Man, that was the roughest flu I've ever had. My brain was in a fog for like two weeks. It was like this depressed, unmotivated, just flatline state. It was bizarre. I, I could not get mentally activated for anything even though my body was feeling okay I could get no mental activation going at all so that's why the podcast was offline for a bit but I'm back up and running I'm gonna try a new format today instead of sticking on one singular topic we're just gonna bounce around because a lot has been happening and we'll look at the financial advice angle also some news, some politics, some weird stories I've kind of collected on the way. Your financial advice here will be better than the financial advice from New York Magazine, however. The financial advice 
columnist for New York Magazine was recently scammed out of $50,000 by someone claiming to work for the CIA who had her put $50,000 into a shoebox and hand it off to a courier in a white Mercedes Benz who swung by her house to pick it up. So the financial advice that you do get here from the Man on the Move podcast will not include putting cash in a shoebox and handing it off to a random courier in a Mercedes Benz. We're, we're far ahead of that game, far, far ahead of that game. So just know that for sure. Now, big news I'm reading today, the Apple car, the Apple autonomous EV is dead. Project Titan, they called it, has been scrapped. And uh, I guess they're moving the whole team that was working on that over to their AI division instead going all in on ai scrapping the car um maybe that means big things for the apple vision pro i don't know what the hell's going on with those goggles i did think it was interesting and i was wrong on this because i predicted that tim cook would never be seen wearing those but he did do a vanity fair photo shoot where he's wearing the glasses now you're you're talking about they probably shot 300 at least 300 frames at this photo shoot for vanity fair i don't know why they picked the one that they used because he looks absolutely miserable in these um vision pro glasses goggles whatever you call them but he was seen wearing the vision pro i hadn't seen any apple executives in those things up until then never saw phil schiller or Craig Frederighi or um, Deidre, the retail girl, or the the little DEI hire who's going to remove carbon from the atmosphere. Remember that? She, she made some kind of statement in their keynote that Apple's goal was to remove carbon from the atmosphere. Now, carbon is an essential element of life, but somehow Apple is going to remove carbon from the atmosphere that's typical dei nonsense not knowing what what you're talking about it's like you you look over at harvard you had claudine gay the president who was a dei hire and i guess she plagiarized her way into the position once she got in there folks took a hard look at her work and determined, oh, oh, there's we got a problem here. So no, not only could she figure out that threatening to kill Jews on Harvard campus might be a violation of their uh, discrimination intimidation policy, she couldn't quite figure that out. And then, uh, oh yeah, she plagiarized almost all of her work that got her her PhD and whatever else that put her in that position. And now we're learning that the DEI chief at Harvard has basically plagiarized every paper she's ever written, including plagiarizing her husband. So Harvard's been around 300 plus years, right? 
over 300 years to build this astounding reputation, a, a stalwart American institution of learning. And in six months, DEI hires made it an absolute laughing stock. I mean, now I see Harvard and I just skip on. In the past, if I saw a Harvard study or a Harvard paper or something referencing a Harvard experiment or something like that, I would I would read it and put a lot of weight into it. Now I just skip by it and laugh. They've made a complete mockery of Harvard, and it, it only took two DEI hires about six months to do it. So let's go ahead and remove the carbon from the atmosphere as well as a DEI hire at Apple says we're going to do, and um, I guess we'll be good. But Apple stock, over the past six months, it's been flat. It's been really flat. It's not really doing anything. There's not a whole lot of excitement going on over there. And I read a couple of articles where Warren Buffett is selling some of his Apple stock, one or 2% of his holdings. Shouldn't worry you in the least if you own Apple stock. You still own Apple stock. That's no reason to go sell your stock because Warren Buffett is selling one or two percent of what he holds pretty pretty um, inconsequential in my opinion bitcoin however bitcoin wow now i could go back to my old wordpress blog and pull out an article i've been on bitcoin and i've been recommending that since bitcoin was about three thousand dollars a coin and it's topping 60,000 a coin today. That's a 20x gain on your money. It's up uh, $20,000, which is about 45% over the past month alone. And here's why it's the Bitcoin ETF. Now, I saw a lot of people, I saw a lot of friends get, get into Bitcoin a while back when, when it was really hot. And they got into Bitcoin because they were chasing a little bit of FOMO probably going on there and they're chasing the price. And then once they got in there, they didn't really know, like, what do I do with my Bitcoin? Why did I buy Bitcoin? Now the price is going way down. I think I'm going to sell my Bitcoin. And I think there was no strategy. There was no long-term plan. It was just, oh my gosh, everybody's making money on Bitcoin. I got to make money on Bitcoin. And I feel sorry for the folks that really had no strategy, really had no plan there. Because if you if you bought Bitcoin and then you sold Bitcoin prior to any type of event that you had planned for, you you're really missing out. And and the one event that everybody has had their eyes on for several years now is a Bitcoin ETF. The Winklevoss twins from Facebook fame, the Winklevi, I call them. They tried to crack the code, gosh, five years ago on a Bitcoin ETF, and they could never get it approved. And if you've if you've not seen the video where the Winklevi are trying to explain Bitcoin to Dave Portnoy of Barstool, you, you got to go find that video. It's fantastic. It it's it's a great video to watch that go down. But yeah, the Winklevi tried it. 
they failed, couldn't get it approved. Well, now it's approved. Now it's actionable. Now the SEC has signed off on it and Bitcoin is skyrocketing. For a long time, I've owned and recommended Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and that that stock has gone insane over the past month. So if you're sitting on Bitcoin, congratulations. If you bought Bitcoin back when I recommended it at $3,000 a coin, congratulations. We're all eating prime rib tonight. <laughs> you have, have you noticed the stock market is at record highs right now, but it's a lot different than when the stock market was at record highs after 2008 debacle and it shot back up. Back then, Obama was president. He was overseeing the QE1, QE2, QE3 quantitative easing projects, and the stock market shot back up to record highs, and Obama pointed to the stock market and said, see, this is recovery. This is recovery. But who who benefits from a rising stock market? Wealthy people are in the stock market by and by a large degree. But Obama would point to the stock market as success and recovery and then turn around the very next day and talk about the rich getting richer and, you know, the Joe the plumber thing. We got to spread the wealth. And he would say things like, you know, at some point, I think you've got enough money. Now he's sitting on a beautiful mansion that's, I think, seven feet above sea level on Martha's Vineyard. Obviously of no concern with global warming and no concern about the the size and the carbon footprint of the house. And, you know, he's saying things like, at some point you've got enough. Well, is that house enough? Could you have settled for something a little smaller? It's odd, but yeah, the stock market, when it peaked, that was a sign of success. That was a sign of recovery. Now, he tried to point to it as trickle-down economics, but he didn't want to use the Reagan term, trickle-down economics, so it became that wealth in the stock market is going to spread through the economy. So he had spread through economics, not trickle-down, but spread through. So it's kind of the same thing, but I guess it's not the same thing. But now today we have the stock market hitting more record highs. And with the Biden administration, oh, and by the way, Barack Obama and uh, Valerie Jarrett run the Biden administration. If you think Joe Biden is running the Biden administration, you're in fantasy land. Did you see the reports where this this poor independent prosecutor couldn't even prosecute him for his uh, confidential documents that he had in his unlocked garage sitting in cardboard boxes because he just felt too sorry for him? He's like, this guy is out to lunch mentally. There's no way we could put this guy on trial. <laughs> And the Biden administration got all up in arms and all of a sudden all these people hit the uh, news talk shows saying, oh, gosh, if I if I go to a meeting with 
Joe Biden. I have to prepare for hours because he's so smart and he's so sharp and his questions are so insightful and so deep. And dude, the, the guy can't even stay awake in the meetings that they choose to show on TV. How, how is he functioning in the meetings that we don't even see? If you have to prepare for hours for a meeting with Joe Biden, that speaks way more to your diminished mental capacity than it does to some kind of superhuman IQ that Joe Biden has. The guy is a, he can't even talk in complete sentences. He's a, he's a walking pile of mush in the brain. But for some reason, this, this high level of stock market activity, these record highs are no longer signs of success. They're pointing to the corporations and saying, you're making too much money. You've taken a 10 ounce bag of chips and you're charging the same as what you would charge for a 12 ounce bag of chips last year. That was the Joe Biden Super Bowl commercial. You're making profit. It's really weird that they've turned an opportunity to point to this record high stock market as like, hey, the economy's rocking, man. What are you talking about inflation? What are you talking about high prices? Man, the the stock market is rocking. And they've turned it into like a, a shaming of corporations for making too much money and pushing the stock market too high. It's really weird. But progressives do this. You'll you'll notice progressive policies like DEI do nothing but weaken business. And progressive policies like ESG scores for companies do nothing but weaken those companies. And yet they'll turn around and chastise businesses for making too much money, too much profit. Stock market is too high. But what's on voters' minds? What's on any Gallup poll? It's the economy, stupid. It's a political saying that's as old as politics. It's the economy. People want to know that the economy is doing good. And so progressives will handcuff themselves with these insane policies, the DEI, the ESG, the the carbon capture, carbon credits, whatever crazy bullshit, all of that is going on. And, and, and they'll do everything to stifle business. And then when businesses actually succeed beyond that, what do they do next, but start chastising them. But it doesn't fit with what people want to see out of leadership. Any, any poll is going to show the economy as the number one concern of America. Now, today, there's probably illegal immigration that might be topping that. We've had 7.2 million migrants, they call them now. You've noticed illegal aliens have become illegal immigrants, and then they've now become migrants, and now they're trying to push them as refugees. But we've had 7.2 million illegal aliens enter the U.S. under the Biden administration. That's more than the population of 36 states. And any footage that you see of these people just streaming across the border, have you noticed that 
it's all single males. If you're a migrant, if you're a refugee, aren't you bringing your entire family with you? Aren't you bringing your wife and your kids and maybe your mom and dad and extended family with you? It's all single males. What is left in in Central America in terms of the population? It's got to be all females and babies because any video that you see of the border is just people streaming across the border as single males. It's, it's alarming, but that'll be, that'll be interesting to see how that plays out because you've already got the wokest of the woke starting to bite back on these illegal aliens in their communities. You've got Chicago biting back. You've got New York city biting back. You've got cities in California that are now out of money for all these quote unquote migrant shelters and they're biting back. It's when, when people come and take what you see as yours, it's not going to end well. And you know, the, the black population that continues to vote Democrat over and over and over are starting to see that, whoa, these illegal aliens are coming in and they're taking what is ours. New York City's going to hand them debit cards with $15,000 on the debit card with no accountability, no proof, no nothing. Just come get your debit card if you're an illegal alien. And the people who have been voting for those handouts from Democrats for years are going to start looking at that and thinking, hey, now, that's mine. I saw a lady being interviewed in Chicago, and she was furious because the illegal aliens had come into these black housing communities, and they were getting up early and standing in line for the free turkeys that they were passing out for Thanksgiving. And she was saying, those are our turkeys. It's going to get rough. It's going to get crazy. DEI hires, beware. My stroke was caused by high blood pressure. And yeah, that put me on the mat. And like Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? Well, I got punched in the face. My eye was all freaked out. My left eye damaged. Left side of my face was like weirdly paralyzed, but I recovered. I'm very fortunate to have no lingering effects, no permanent damage that anybody has found, and I've got a plan. Part of that plan is I've stopped drinking alcohol. I haven't had a drink of alcohol since December 12th, and I feel great. Some of the smartest people that I listen to, Mark Andreessen, Andrew Huberman, Peter Atia, Scott Adams, these are some of the guys that I really listen to and think, man, this, these are great thinkers. They've all come out publicly and eschewed alcohol as a poison. And I got the stern looks from my doctors. Hey, man, you're way too young to be dealing with problems like this. Uh, I need to lose a lot of weight. I need to get my blood pressure and my cholesterol under control. 
and I need to stop drinking. So I'm doing all three and I'm feeling great and I'll update you on the plan. But ASAP, I need to lose about 25 pounds and I'm working on that. I've switched to the Mediterranean diet and I'm finding that I love it. It's like a whole new flavor palette. And so my wife and I are committed to that. And surprisingly, there are some pretty decent alcohol-free beers. I have found two IPAs, the uh, Athletic Non-Alcoholic IPA and the Best Day Non-Alcohol IPA. Pretty good. Good enough to pass, you know, with a pizza. Nice, healthy pizza. Non-alcoholic IPA. Pretty good. Okay, that's a wrap for this week. Let me know what you think on the new format. Let me know if there's any topics you'd like to cover from an investing perspective. And um, we're going to keep rolling. Like I said, I'm back off the mat. I'm up and running. And in two weeks, I want to look back at a blog post I wrote almost exactly two years ago. And with 100% accuracy, I predicted two years ago everything we're seeing today. And then I'm going to try to predict what's going to happen two years from today. And we'll see how how well I do. So that's it for this week's Man on the Move podcast. I'll see you in hopefully two weeks. Music is always by Colehead. Check it out on Spotify. Remember, you got to get out there. You got to get on the move. You got to stay on the move. You got to get with the man on the move. I'll look forward to speaking with you again soon.